Tara. I'm Ryan. We love Disney movies. So we decided to watch them all, from Snow White to Encanto and beyond. Each episode, we'll watch a different Walt Disney Animated Studios film and tell you all about it. Did we like it? Does it hold up? Who's our favorite hero? Or villain? We'll give you history and fun facts about each movie. And sometimes we'll invite our friends to watch along with us. So put on your tiara. Or your evil crown. And join us on our adventure. This is Taryn Ryan's Princess Diaries. Greetings programs. Hello <laughs> That's users. That's what they say. They say greetings programs. Well, you looked I... at me like you had no idea what I was No, but about. I was trying to think of a comeback. That's oh, why okay, I was like, okay, hello okay. users. There yeah, might they're be just wide-eyed user... looked at Might me. be some users out there. Well, hopefully it's all users. <laughs> um, we're not getting any numbers on our tracking for programs only for users mm. so it could be we have that's what i'm going to tell myself is we have tons and tons of program programs listeners. Out there. uh hey if, everybody if uh, you haven't guessed we watch tron legacy tonight so let's start out tron legacy is a 2010 uh sequel to tron mm-hmm. um a movie that can you remember like what were your general thoughts on tron i remember being surprised at how much i enjoyed it i feel like i was more into it than both you and james thought i was going to be yes if i remembered correctly it's well but you can understand why why i would look at that movie and go i can understand you not being into this yeah movie. i do feel like i zoned out at it it, it was long as was this one as was tron legacy <laughs> I, I mean not to not to put too fine a point on it, I think this one was a very good sequel to the one in that it dragged. There yes. were parts where I kind of was like, all right, looking at my phone. And I'd say it was a solid B minus. Mm, mm-hmm, <laughs> um, I didn't look at my phone once. That can't possibly it's be true. true really. I left it on the coffee table, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, but it did drag. <laughs> yes. It is a little over two hours. Now, it's hard to tell... The times on some of these movies on Disney Plus because they will there's a big chunk of added credits at the end that are like all the different languages that subtitles for yeah. and stuff like that. But it was over two hours. Um, I mean, what did you th- like? If you could give it like a letter rating, like, do you believe with my B minus? Like, yeah, hmm. go with that. Maybe C plus, B minus. Yeah. yeah, I think there were. I mean, that's the same grade, but you know, depending how you're looking at it, uh, I. <laughs> I thought a lot of the ways that they represented the tech and the aesthetic, I really enjoyed. When um, he comes to get rescued after his son, I guess we should go into the plot a little bit. Right. But after his son goes on to the is in the grid, he gets rescued at one point, and that was like there was tension there. And the when they were doing kind of the light cycle, but I'm with you, it didn't feel as fast as it should have felt. Well, this was a first time director. Oh, okay. This is their first movie, and it was at the time, and it may have been broken out. It was the highest budgeted movie for a first time director yeah. at 180 million. Oh, wow. Um, Joseph Kaczynski, who has since he recently directed the new Top Gun. Oh, which, oh, was which in- we need to see. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'd like I'm to not see the it. biggest. This is going to be on par with your. I don't really. I haven't seen Back to the Future statement. Possibly, I don't like Top Gun that much. I don't I mean, get it. That's fine. That's all right. Like, I, there are so many other Tom Cruise movies yeah. I like more, including another one he directed called Oblivion. Now, do you remember that Oblivion movie about? Spoiler alerts: If you don't want to see Oblivion, skip forward about thirty seconds, where it turns out Tom Cruise is a clone. I don't think I ever saw that movie. You saw it with me in theaters, and he's in space, and uh, Jamie Lannister was in it. 
It was a very like... Listeners, this is happening a lot recently where this is like the third time this has happened in a very recent week or so where Ryan has like vividly described a movie that he said I've seen and I have not like a hazy memory, zero memory as if I've never seen it. I will say, I will back up and say I don't think Oblivion is better than Top Gun, but like I was... Uh, surprised at how much I liked Oblivion. Mm. It was interesting. It was kind of like a good Twilight Zone episode. Yeah, I will say that this movie, like I said, I really like the aesthetic. The music is is cool, and it's Daft Punk. I was thinking during this, I said, I don't know that I would watch this again, or I wouldn't own the DVD. I mean, I would. I kind of want to own Tron again, but um, if you gave me like a really nice framed shot from just about any scene in this movie i'd be like cool <laughs> like yeah there are a lot of cool gorgeous. there are a lot of cool shots in the film and then there's a lot of moments that are very reminiscent of star wars too there's some there's some so let's kind of go through just a general idea of the plot if if you think you can the i sure. will i will go i will briskly go over the details yeah so it's 2010 uh it's sam flynn who is what is Flynn's the original? Is it Aaron Flynn? I don't know what Jeff Bridges because they, they all call him Flynn. Mm-hmm. So Sam is his kid. He they do kind of like a, a, a prologue and then they do a little like catch up of a news thing where it's like Flynn went missing. The, the you know Jeff Bridges went missing. Um, Income has kind of been taken over by the the rest of the group. We go into that a little bit in the in the present. Sam is the majority shareholder and it's like this whole thing where they're like, we're going to sell the newest operating system and it's going to be, it's going to cost, oh, he's like the uh, Bruce Boxletner who I don't remember that character's actual name, mm-hmm. but the guy, the, the, the human version of Tron is like, well, what are they getting for this new version? And he's like, well, the number 12's after it. <laughs> like, basically, they're, you know, evil corporations selling things as opposed to the way Flynn, uh, Jeff Bridges' Flynn saw it, where it's like, we give this stuff away for free. And his son, even though he's the majority stakeholder, like, doesn't care about the company, is not connected, and does, like, it, a prank once it, a year. Well, sneaks in and, and steals the OS and gives it away for free on the internet. At which point they go to the Dillinger Jr., the son of uh, David Warner, I think was the the, the, the actor uh, in the first yeah, one. I don't know. And it's Cillian Murphy, the scarecrow, uh, you know, from Interstellar, from a bazillion movies. And this is the only scene he's in. He's uncredited. It's very, yeah. I literally went, is that Cillian Murphy? And it had to look it up and it was hard to find because again, uncredited. Mm-hmm. No idea. I was like, oh, well, he's going to clearly be the bad guy of this movie. He's not in the rest of the movie. No, yeah. they The way they set up his scene, you thought he was going to have more input right. somewhere. He's like, But the majority of the movie took place in the grid, so then he would have mm-hmm. had to gone into the grid, and it would have just made things more complicated. So so, so Alan, that's the character, Bruce Boxletner's character name. Alan shows up and is like, your father sent me a page from his office at the arcade. It's been That phone's been down for 20 years. You should go look. Throws him the keys. Sam goes to the arcade goes in the back and like there's clearly the same laser from the first one pointing at his chair 
and he like starts a program that says like laser begin and does I'm like this guy is the this guy's an idiot. Well, the other thing we should mention too is it is like behind the Tron game. It's like this mm-hmm. series of like secret doorways and you find out that when his dad kept saying he was going to the office, he was actually going back to the arcade but had almost and, like this underground layer and that's how he was going back into the grid. Yeah, he kept going back into the grid, which I think is an interesting um like the idea of him keep going back in and 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 keep you know like building the the and world and that stuff things. which makes yeah. sense that he would he would do that he was you know that kind of obsessive character um real quick when they were doing like promotions for this movie i think of the 2010 comic-con they had flynn's arcade set up and then the tron machine would move like that and you'd go in and they show you really like, cool yeah they do all that stuff um another thing i want to point out real quick I've looked up some um, trivia for this. Apparently, when they were scanning, so <laughs> we'll get to this in a sec, but there's some uh, interesting, we'll say, Jeff Bridges. The face tech is awful. <laughs> like, don't okay. even like beat around the bush. It's I bad. also want to point out, no, nothing personal to you, but you are very forgiving of of special effects. I think in general. So the fact that yeah, you went... for the most part. It's you, ba- because I love Jeff Bridges. And if you're not going to like make it look like Jeff Bridges, either hire a younger actor and just say, yo, bro, you're not going to have any lines. It's going to be it's going to be Jeff Bridges voice. But we're just going to make you you you're you're Jeff Bridges double. Right. It, it really the, drags down the rest of the special effects. The tech, the, the it just looks like he's a different actor yeah it does, an you know actor it with like? jeff bridge's voice it looked like matthew modine <laughs> who is um the doctor in stranger things who oh it did a little like bit like a young yeah, version a of younger him. version of him <laughs> now if you had told me that that was face tech as a younger version of that actor i'd believe yeah, that it was it was it looked yeah it wasn't good it was bad in the i would say it got better in the system but the first time we see the first it time we see him when his son is young and then they would do flashbacks to Jeff Bridges going on the grid and creating Clue, the program that has his young face. And I'm like, oh God, now we've got two of them on screen at the at same time. At one point time. we had three of them at the same time. Three young? Tron. Oh, I see. I don't even remember his face looking bad because I was so... But I'm saying they all were that face. Tron doesn't have Jeff Bridges' I thought face. It was... He has Alan's face. Oh, well, it looked a little bit like Jeff Bridges' I mean, face. I wasn't even noticing. But, I mean, who, um, it was... But like, yeah, it just wasn't, which is so unfortunate because Clue is the major, I, I bad guess, guy. spoiler. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, you find out pretty quickly. Is the major baddie in this. And so we got to stare at the bad face tech for the whole movie. I thought, yep. oh, okay, good. Like once, you know, we get through the flashbacks, it's going to be fine because we're going to see older Jeff Bridges. It's not going to be a big deal. And then they reveal... That clue is not only the bad guy, but he got to stay young while Jeff Bridges aged well, yeah, in this world. Yeah, because programs don't age, which presents an interesting question on the end. But we'll get to that in a sec. Yeah. Apparently, when they what they did is they put Jeff Bridges. One of the things they do is they put him in a machine and they scan his face with a laser. Mm. And he goes, "Isn't this what happened to me in the first movie?" Like, like he pointed <laughs> out like that they were yeah. really doing it now, which I think is funny. That's funny and cool. Um. So yeah, essentially it's. Clue was created to create a perfect uh, environment on the grid, but when they're in there, they find these programs called ISOs, which isn't really 
it, like you kept being like, "What's an ISO again?" And I had to like really explain why. I they, kept forgetting that like that's what they were called because again, like the first one, they threw a lot of information at you, and like you mentioned, they maybe only say it once, and then you're supposed right. to retain it because it becomes important later on. Yeah, and they're like. But they look exactly the same, and there's the only thing indication that the ISOs are like a light up tattoo. They have a light up tattoo. That's that it. But it's ISO. on their shoulder. Yeah, and usually they're in full clothing. Yeah. So what the whole thing is is it's it's programs that have just been born on the grid, like like life has been created, life has been created. And the other thing, Jeff Bridges keeps saying, like this is going to change medicine. This is going to change this, and I'm like, how? Like, what is it going to change about medicine for us? Like. I admit it's cool that li- we have found life and other things, but I was n- at no point told what that was going to do for well, us. Well, and they never connected it. And even at the end, because one of the ISOs gets to go back with the son. This is a 12-year-old movie at this point. We can spoil it. Yeah, I, I was hesitant. But one of the ISOs gets to go back with the son at the end of the movie and I'm like, well, now what does this mean for her? <laughs> yeah, because it says in this thing I read, it's like, oh, yeah, programs don't age because Clue doesn't age. Is she not going to age? They make a big deal about how on the grid, like when they hit Sam with a Frisbee, he gets cut and it bleeds. It doesn't like de-res, which is a really cool effect in this movie. When yeah, and a cool way that, to show he's an other in e- this world. Everything that isn't Jeff Bridges' young face looks amazing i love the d-res i love yes because it's digital and then it's it's like a physical tactile like almost like glass crackles yeah there's a part where a woman like our friend gets d-res and looks like she's holding the bits at the end which is uh, i will say they push the fact that like they push the imagery in some ways and like oh god like there's a part where a guy gets shot through the head yeah and because they're not bleeding i feel like they could show like more violence but there's some intense ways that people derez which is di- which is dying in yeah. their world and it's just and i will also say cuz i said this is the first one they kind of mirror the beginning of tron where sam gets taken to the games and that's where he figures out like where he is and what's going on and when it happened to Jeff Bridges in the first one he like kind of caused a program to die he was like I'm not doing this anymore and he was really against it and then Sam like throws his frisbee through someone and then just like moves on <laughs> like doesn't seem but to we give did. we don't really go into like what is death for programs what does this mean but he did I mean his dad did talk to him pretty in depth in those flashbacks in the beginning about what the world was no, like but I mean he okay but like there's no like his emotion with dealing with the fact yeah, that he, he just, just kills someone yeah. and then is just like, all right, who's the next guy I have to kill? That's like, true. Like he never seems to have a remorse, moral struggle with what he's mm-hmm. just done. Whereas when Jeff Bridges just did it, he thought he was just playing a game and the guy falls and he's like, whoa, I'm not playing this anymore. This hurts people. Yeah. And Sam goes, okay, frisbee through the first guy, jumps down, goes to the next guy, frisbee through the second guy. He like seems to be like, I don't care about killing programs. And I'm like, well, I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. And so basically we find out that Clue wants to go to our world. And so to do that, he needs Jeff Bridges' disc. And so he's been kind of staying off the grid. And then they find his son. His son reunites. His son does something silly and doesn't follow his dad's (laughs) advice. He makes a mistake. He doesn't do... He's not like, like, bloop, bloop, bloop. He's not doing something. He's not like making balloon animals. That's true. So he goes against his advice and then he he winds up getting turned in and then that makes Jeff Bridges have to come out and mm-hmm. so it's like this whole thing and that's 
essentially the rest of the movie is like them trying, trying to get, get get the disc back get out of the grid yeah it's i i will say like i'm gonna talk a little bit like first of all i like, just wanted to give kind of the rest of the story because sh- we did get sidetracked should you see this movie if you like tron in my opinion yes yeah if you it's like worth tron, seeing once. yeah and i think it it's it's a real pretty movie like i i again i can't go into how the visuals look good. oh <laughs> i just read a note i wrote i didn't write a lot of notes clue took over with ugly face <laughs> <laughs> Tara kept, my every time he came note. on she's like uh because then when when you thought that wasn't clue when you thought that was jeff bridges you're like is this jeff bridges the whole movie and i think you might have been like i don't want to watch this yeah and then spoiler alert i still had to watch that face yeah. even with the older jeff bridges so it didn't matter i want to talk a little bit about the suits because when i was looking the at suits the suits were cool. well i was like this is these look so much better than the first ones it must have been better to watch no 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 because um, unlike the first one, the first well, ones were just like, or remember they were just drawn on. Yeah, but these actually lit up. Oh, so they were probably hot when oh, you wore them. The suits worn by the actors proved to be problematic on set. On set, I don't think it was hot, but it was just every single one of them was fitted with a small lithium battery that powered Ugh. the circuitry for the embedded light strips. But each battery only lasted twelve minutes. In order to maximize the output, the, <gasps> light, the light strips had to be switched on before each take and turned off immediately afterward. The circuitries inside the suits were also very fragile, so the actors could not simply sit between takes, but had to recline upon upright boards. Oh, that sounds miserable. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I liked that Jeff Bridges kind of had an Obi-Wan Kenobi robe. He yeah, had his like robe a hood, was cool. his robe was cool. Uh, we should also say, if you're a, a fan of the television series House, 13 is yeah, the, Wilde. is the ISO. She's the the one who like makes it in our world in the end. I liked her, Quara. Yeah, I, I liked she her. Was, she was interesting. Um, we should also talk about the. She, oh, I was go gonna ahead. say she had to learn her stunts a second time upon discovering the high heels her character wears. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Um, there were a lot of like cool stunts with her. We did make a joke when I was like, oh, I wonder if she really did that stunt. Ryan was like, well, they had face tech. Maybe they did. Well, yeah, around this time. Because it was quick. So we didn't see a lot of her face in that moment of the stunt. So like they could have done that. This is not Tron, but I'm listening to right now. I'm listening to a podcast about Iron Man 3. And apparently his face swapped in a lot of that because he broke his his ankle on set. Oh, that sucks. So they had to like do some of that. But like, yeah, that's around the same time. I No, that's not. That's. Avengers came out in 2012, so that's a few years afterwards. Okay. But they're apparently, like I said, like you said, or like I said, like I said, like you said that I said. Mm. We got it? Got it. Got it. Um, Here's the thing. the other <laughs> There were other parts of tech in this film that were so good that I'm like, why was that so bad? And maybe that's just where we were in evolution of like doing like like aging someone down like making well, them younger i know the other movie i can remember before i mean now we're doing it a lot well, but the other one well, I can irishman remember was, was the one that was the big deal i feel like with it i think uh, well also the first one i can remember is x-men the last oh yeah Stand. i'm not saying that people didn't do it before irishman but i feel like that was the one that a lot of people that was, talked about that was four years before and i think that looked better than this I, it's been a long time since i've seen the x-men the last stand and it'll be never again if i have my way <laughs> uh but the other character we should talk about that we both really loved is the guy who betrays Zeus, Sam. Michael Sheen. And he's Caster slash Zeus. He makes yes. everyone believe he's Caster, but Which he's is really like, Zeus. is like such a weird thing because I feel like that was going to be a bigger thing and it just And then it wasn't. Was but he's another ISO I who feel... escaped and then like reinvented was himself. Was he an ISO? That's what he said because he knew 
Quora. I didn't know if he was an ISO or if he was a program that just related to the ISOs. I thought he knew. Well, see, this, this shows is, you. Yeah, it's, it doesn't matter. It's just like this person's important. This I, person's not important. I understood it as... He knew Cora, but Cora was being guarded with how she knew him because Sam didn't know she was an ISO yet. Ah, okay, so okay. she said, I I know him from a while back. And then he didn't really say anything. He was like, oh, yeah, Cora and I go back a ways or something. He was also like kind he, of sketchy with how he said it. But we liked his performance. I just. Oh, my. Well, OK. So here's how I see it. It's like. Jeff Bridges did good, but I felt like Jeff Bridges was given a solid 80%. And like, and he was also very Jeff Bridges. Like, a lot of his lines are, like, who Jeff Bridges is as a human. <laughs> You're like, ruining my zen, man. Yeah, like, <laughs> hey, man. But I mean, well, I, think he was, I think he was trying to sound like his character did in the first Tron. Yeah, fair and enough. And his character in the, the first Tron probably sounded a lot like Jeff Bridges. Because it was his first um, big thing, yeah. But... Michael Sheen was giving 110%. Like, I think, like, other people were kind of giving... Who? Michael Sheen, the guy who played Zeus. Oh, yes, yes, he yes, yes, He was yes. a character, and he, I read... He was he great. Was, he, and I didn't like how his, the ending of his character... I was very sad that, like, well, he was this larger-than-life, like, really cool character, and then it was kind of just like, okay, we're done with you, and, and then we blew, just kept with the so main story. his whole thing was he steals Jeff Bridges' disc, and he's going to give it to Clue... And he does the whole like, and he betrays Sam. He betrays like Sam. Yeah, yeah he, he turns out to be like an opportunist, and he gives it to Clue, and he's like, "You're gonna let me run, do this? This is right." And Clue goes, "Absolutely." And then as they walk out, they're just slowly putting bombs on the thing. At which point, I feel like he should be like, ah, or try and escape. But it looked like he was just like, "Hmm, I guess I'm gonna die now." Yeah. And then they just fly well, off. He was with another program. A siren gem. is what they're called, oh. apparently. But. It was weird that they just kind of stood there. Yeah, they were like, oh, I guess we like try and, and run. And also like you don't have an escape pod or something. Like, it, like it, you have a lot of like shady characters in your bar. You don't have like a way out. The movie was a lot of and then this happens and this happens. But yeah. I, I want to talk about Zeus a little bit more because he is a wild character. And, like, oh, he's great. It felt like they just, I mean, again, I think this movie could have used a better director, a better editor, because I feel like a lot of times... The way I, I didn't want to say this when it was happening because I think it would have ruined the movie for you. Yeah. Because this is what every scene sounded like. Like you and I talking, it's like, blah, 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 blah. And they'd go, mm -hmm. I need to go find my father. Can you, I need to go find the way out. Can you tell me? Yes, I will tell you. Like there was a huge pause yeah. between everyone's line that I'm like, this should have been edited out well, or he should have been like, all right, guys, let's let's go a little faster. Everything we, had like the way it was is it was someone gave a line and then you they were like, let's take a solid two seconds to see every actor's response to that line on their face. Yeah. Not while they're giving delivering their next line, but let's take a second, think about it and then deliver the next line. I was like, oh, my God, come on. Like, th I feel like 20 minutes of this movie could have been edited down if they just solve that problem yeah the other thing too is i think we talked about it in the first one is they're just like chunks of the film could have been edited or cut or tailored down so it could have been more cohesive because i i do feel like the first one there's just sections of plot that we either didn't need or wasn't clarified things like that so it followed that i don't think it was as bad as the first one i feel like there's a lot more subplot confusion in the first one but maybe i mean i think there was stuff that was like 
everybody had to go into a flashback. Like when when Cora at the end, I was talking about her backstory. I was like, are we going to get a flashback of this? But it was just her being like, yeah, after the purge. And I'm like, I've already heard about that. Like everything she delivered was not new information. Yeah. And I was like, okay. Like it was just, it needed some trimming. There was a lot of fat on this movie and a lot of space. Well, and at one point you liked this, so I'm going to repeat it because you laughed. Uh, At one point, the young uh, Q, Clue, what's mm-hmm. his name? Clue. Clue. He's giving this speech to what feels like stormtroopers, but essentially he has got all these. He's reprogrammed all the programs to be his soldiers. Essentially. Yes. And he's going to take them all with him to our world. And he's giving this big like villain speech, essentially saying what he's going to do. Mm-hmm. And then the heroes are like trying to figure out a plan to beat him. And he's giving this whole speech and they're all cheering for him every couple lines. And I'm like, did he program them to cheer for him? Yeah. He- <laughs> Tara was like, are they, this is their programs. And he I mean, why programmed them. Yeah. yeah. It was just a weird, and it was too long. We heard so much of that speech. We're like, we get it. Like, I get what you're doing. Uh, yeah. It's a very long speech. And I will say, like you were saying, and the good guys are trying to figure out a plan. They keep walking by the same area. It feels like they're just doing circles. And it feels like that... Q would have Q clue. Why do I keep wanting to say Q? Because Cora, you were excited because her name was Q O R R A. That might be why. Like, oh, I like that spelled. We watch things with subtitles. But you would think that Clue would just look up and see them, like they were on the platform, like in his eyesight. Yeah, and they're moving, the and nothing time. else is. And I, they're I, I white. Don't know. Their lights are white, and everyone else's lights are that red. That was one which thing really you said. give them away. They get and again, the design of stuff is really cool. Yes, this. They, yes, yes. They yes. get like a on a plane when the plane turns from like red lights to their kind of bluish white lights when they're controlling it and yeah. Tara goes that's really cool it does it I'm like yeah but it makes it really hard to sneak out when yeah. like everything basically lights up your color and that's the other thing I will say too I liked how their vehicle how they made vehicles so it was like a bar it was like <laughs> yeah almost like a a nightclub a, well, night, a nightclub is that right no that's not the right yeah, word a, a nightclub is that what that's called a billy club maybe yeah that thing it's almost like that but no handle it's just the bar and then you separate it and then like we see the digital like blueprint of what it's going to look like and then it like appears they, so i thought that was cool th- that happens a little bit in the first one it looks not to that extent yes that, and they're, they're not also that not using all those things over and over again yeah yeah it's it happens real fast it's done in 1982 version yeah of the but thing, this but yeah. it's like it's during the the light cycle with the bikes but then it's also the plane type aircraft yeah. things that it's they use vehicle yeah so i cool. i really like the design of that um two things one the best part about that is when he's about to fight Clue in the light cycle and they hand him one of the bars and Sam holds it up like a lightsaber. Yes. Because he's like, he's like, okay, but here how we did, go. How did What's-His-Name know what a lightsaber is in that world? Uh, maybe, I don't know. It was it was Clue's, uh, not assistant, I mean, but his the, like He henchmen. was created after in the late 80s, maybe oh, okay. Sam mentioned. I mean, I don't know. I guess. Um, then the, the other thing I was going to say is I will say that the Frisbee, I keep calling it Frisbee, the Frisbee scene at the beginning I thought was a big improvement off the first one, the first movie. Yeah. But I got to say, I think the light cycle in the first Tron was more exciting. When Olivia I thought Wilde, so too. I thought it felt like there was more at stake it in the first one. It also felt slow. It felt like sluggish the way the action was going. Like, yeah. They were, like, they were moving slower. Like, And part of it is the light cycles when they turn in the first one, they 
turn immediately because of the, mm-hmm. the technology. Yeah. And this one, they're like, and they're slowly, and they're, you know, it's not left and right only, but it felt super slow. But I will say once Olivia Wilde showed up in her like four wheeler car, uh, I liked all that this, moved faster. For and some I liked reason. all the design, the inside and yeah, like yeah, everything yeah. with her car was cool. I also, I mean, that was part of the thing when I read he did Top Gun Maverick, I was like, cause I thought even the dog fight was a little slow, not as slow. I will say the light cycle scene was probably the most disappointing to me. It looked cool, like the the light cycle design and the part you were talking about, where they kind of it does like, and it slows down. Yeah, and, and the it, tracks, like, forms around like them. how they did the track was cool. Like yeah, the, it was three D, and it was yeah. like you go up another different levels. Mm-hmm. But it just it it felt sluggish and and like i said it didn't feel like the stakes were as high as they were the first time even though we kind of knew they were but it didn't feel that way and and learning that this was a first time director made complete sense because it was like man i wish someone who wasn't making mistakes i wasn't seeing someone learn on this movie i would have liked to have seen someone who a little bit more of a journeyman director at that point Mm. you know um but overall i thought it was an enjoyable experience. Like there was never a point where it was like, I wish we weren't watching this or, Oh, turn this off or like anything like that. Like I was invested enough in it. And like I said, I enjoy the world of Tron way more than I thought I ever would after the first one. So I was into it for that. Yeah. You were asking questions like, did they ever make a, a, a ride? And I think they do in, I think it was Shanghai Disney. There's a coaster. We'll post, I'll find videos of the coaster, but it's essentially mm-hmm. a coaster where it feels like you're on a light cycle and you're moving. I think that aesthetic is really cool. I think there's a great like nightclub with this. I think I, like, I want to see more Tron stuff. There could be some pop-up Tron stuff and maybe there, well, you said there was at D23. Yeah. Uh, so it would be cool to see, even if they're not like permanent things at the parks, like, Pop-ups for certain events and things I think would be cool. Um, Another thing, talking about the aesthetic at the start, the Disney castle gets all lit up uh, like the Tron design, which is neat. Yeah, and a real like uh, wireframe look. It's it's, Mm -hmm. it is very cool. Um, I that's all I've got. If that's all, yeah, that's all I've got. Mm -hmm. Uh, Listeners, let us know what you thought about it. Get at us on all the places that we're going to talk about in just a second on the Mm -hmm. outro. Um, and let us know what you thought. Tell us what you thought about Tron. I hope you enjoyed our little kind of two for video game, uh, uh, uh corner here. We'll be back when we do Ralph breaks the internet. We'll have another little video game two for, cause I, you know what? I'll spoil this right now. Cause I've been excited for this. It's going to be Ralph, uh, breaks the internet. And we're going to follow that up listeners with a little childhood trauma. Oh, theater I just remembered what it was. <laughs> of the Super Mario brothers movie. Not the one that's coming out. Not the new one. With the Bob Hoskins, John the Leguizamo one, on, the OG one. Baby. Uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, I, spooky I, I, season. It's spooky season, and we're going to we're gonna give you an extra one this week. Usually we take the last week off, but for you guys, we wanted to give you a real quick spooky season one. That's and so be you can another... hear the spooky season intro, because I love it. <laughs> we're going to give you another childhood trauma theater. Guys, that's going to be The Witches, which is a movie that I have never seen. And I've seen at least once when I was a kid. But uh, I don't remember it in its entirety. And we'll go into this. I don't want to talk anymore after this. I'll leave you with this. I, my mom read me the book and I had to ask her to stop. Because it was so scary? It scared the heck out of me. Oh, I can't wait to talk about We're this We're going to talk about this one. So uh, thanks for listening and we'll uh, see you next time. Take care, listeners. Thanks for listening to Tara and Ryan's Princess Diaries. If you've got a Disney story to share, a bone to pick with us, or just want to say hello, call the Princess Diaries hotline at 707-YO-TRPD1. 
That's 707-968-7731. You can send us an email at trprincessdiaries at gmail.com. Tweet at us at TRP Diaries on Twitter or check out our Instagram at TR Princess Diaries. Join the Facebook group to post Disney memes, vote in our Disney theme brackets, and meet other fairy tale friends. Facebook.com slash groups slash TR Princess Diaries. Tara and Ryan's Princess Diaries are available on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Wherever you hear us, please be our knight in shining armor and give us a five star review. Check out pods.link slash trprincessdiaries for all the places you can find us on the web, including how you can support us through our coffee account or our Redbubble merchandise store. Thanks again, and until next time, remember to always live happily ever after.